Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Ah, ah, where is it? I know it's around here somewhere. Hey, Peter. What are you doing in this closet? Oh, hey, Megan. I was just looking for my fondue pot. You know, that pot I use to make hot cheese? Well, I can't find it anywhere. There's just too much stuff in this storage closet. Oh, here. Let me help you. Oh, oh uh, Megan, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I just stubbed my toe on this big, heavy box. Uh, serves me right for going barefoot. Here, I'll come help you. <laughs> Peter! Ah, I got tangled up in this big sheet! What's all the ruckus in here? Lee! Well, we're trying to find Peter's fondue pot in this messy storage closet. Megan stubbed her toe, and I'm tangled up in this sheet, and it's dark in here, and I can't tell which way is up. Oh, well, I can help. This! All these coat hangers just fell on me! I'm buried in a pile of coat hangers now! What's with all the noise in here? Hey, hey Mimi. Mimi! Wow, it looks like you guys need a hand. Here, I can help if I just... Oh, ow! I just hit my head on this box of fidget spinners that was hanging off the edge of a very low shelf. I think we have too much stuff. Is everyone thinking what I'm thinking? Garage sale! <laughs> other people just write for yourself just go for the imagination this is weird i just like writing stories sheep get out of here we're trying to finish a story the story pirates Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And done. Look, I made a sign. Garage sale today, 11 to 3, the SS Tidal Wave. Oh, great job, Peter. Just tape that sign to the outside of the ship and we'll have customers coming by in no time. Now all we have to do is go through our things and decide what to keep and what to sell. Well, while we do that, should we do a story? Yeah! Okay, listeners, this first story is about one of the world's greatest inventions ever. And no, I'm not talking about the printing press or sliced bread. I'm talking about the portable trampoline. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Bridget. I'm nine years old and I'm from New York. This is my story and it's called Jumping Bean Jack and Bouncing Bailey.
My name's Jack. And my name's Bailey. We're twins and we hang out daily. Cause it's fun and that's what it's all about. There's so many things that are fun to do. So if we're being true, there's one thing that we can't live without. Our portable trampoline. It's our portable trampoline. It's our portable trampoline. that portable trampoline. Well, I didn't buy them the trampoline. I thought you did. I didn't buy it. <gasps> Grandma! Oh, we bounce high. And we bounce low. We bounce wherever we go. In the park or at the grocery store. A king senyeta or a luxury cruise. Yep, we jump wherever we choose. There's a place we bounce that we adore. At Attention Students, Stop all learning immediately because it's recess! Portable trampoline! That recess! Portable trampoline! That's what portable trampoline means! It's our portable trampoline! We can jump like a bean! Bounce like a ball! We can do it all on our portable trampoline! Wow, you guys are good! Careful, someone might bump into your trampoline. Oh, you sound just like our parents. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Dylan. I'm the new kid. Oh! Hi, hi Dylan. Dylan. Wanna watch us jump really high? Um, okay, but I think it might be just a little bit dangerous. <laughs> Ready, Jack? We're ready, Bailey! been a lot worse. You can say that again. That's what I was trying to warn you guys about. I used to be just like you. Jumping and jumping, higher and higher, not worrying about who was around. But then one day, my older sister tripped and bumped into my trampoline while I was bouncing. And that is how I got this scar! Oh! Gross! Well, now you know. See you later! Now that we've seen that scar It's clear that we took things a bit too far Jumping wherever you please Leads to super nasty scrapes on your knees And I don't want to fall on my butt real hard So Move the trampoline to where it won't be seen in our backyard. 
so this is good. Really so good, right? Great story. Oh. All right. How's it going, everyone? Okay, it looks like we've got a fair amount of stuff on the ship sorted into two piles. One pile of stuff to keep and one pile of stuff to sell. I think we're cleaning up pretty nicely. I found one of my old guitar tuners, but I don't need it. My guitar is already perfectly tuned. See? Put this tuner in the cell pile. And I found this old costume I had in the back of my closet. I wore it during my first starring role in a musical production. Oh, <laughs> a lot of memories in this, baby. Is that a tree costume? You know what? Cell pile. Well, I found this old tripod, lighting kit, backdrop, and camera. I was going to use all this stuff to start making advice videos that I could put on the internet and become famous for being an advice guru. Oh, what kind of advice were you going to give? Um... You know what, let's put this stuff on the cell pile. Nimini, what did you find? Oh, I found my baby blanket. You have a baby? No, Peter, it's mine from when I was a baby. Oh, but I thought your childhood was a murky, mysterious past. It is. When I was a baby, my parents left me on the doorstep of Achus. Mm, bless you. No, Peter, Achus is the agency to chart and observe outer space. Bless you. Anyway, they left me on the doorstep of Achus with a note that said, Please take care of this child. You see, I didn't join the agency as an adult like everyone else. I was raised by the agency. We had no idea. Haven't you ever wondered why I'm the best secret agent in the galaxy? It's because my whole life since I was just an infant, I was taught to think on my feet. I can make an underwater respirator out of paper clips. I can disarm a whole army of aliens with my bare hands. And I can keep my calm in the heat of adventure. But as my mom slash dad slash instructors always told me, I'm also impulsive and headstrong. Being a secret agent isn't just something I'm good at. It's all I've ever known. And this baby blanket is the only thing I have to remember my real parents by. Wow! So, there's no way I can sell it. I'm putting it in the keep pile. Nimini, that was a beautiful story. I had no idea you were raised by a choose. Bless you. Peter. Nimini, thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, everybody, there's a big line of people outside for the garage sale. Everyone ready? Yeah! Okay, we are open for business. Okay, you over there. One ship coin for those. And then a ship coins for those. Does anyone want some of this lemonade? It's not for sale, it's unrelated. Have it for free, please. Whew. That was exhausting, but I think we did it. We sold all of our old stuff. Yeah, and the ship looks great now. And we made over 500 shrums. Hooray! Oh no! What is it, Nimini? My my baby blanket. Has anyone seen my baby blanket? Well, I, I could have sworn I just saw it. It was, well, it was right over here. I thought I saw it over there. I'm sure it must be around here somewhere. No, 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 no. That baby blanket is irreplaceable. It's the only reminder I have of my real parents, and I think it accidentally got sold during the garage sale. <gasps> Gasp. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, 
I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. What if the blanket got sold to some sort of blanket-eating monster? What if it got dropped by the side of the road? Oh, what if it's lost to the sands of time forever? Ah! It's okay, Nimini. Luckily, we took down the contact information for every person who bought something at our garage sale. So we'll just call everyone and ask if they accidentally bought your baby blanket. Everybody, grab a shell phone! Hello, this is Peter from the Story Pirates. Did you by chance walk away from our sale with a baby blanket? What do you mean, not satisfied with your purchase? Looking for a baby blanket. It's soft, about three feet wide, and a little tattered. Well, I'm sorry, but all sales are vinyl. Sold by mistake. It's kind of a funny story, really. Tremendous sentimental value. So any information you have... No, I'm giving you a one-star rating. Well, any luck? I'm sorry, Nimini. Nothing came up. Yeah, it seems like nobody who came to our garage sale can remember seeing a baby blanket. Okay, well, I can find it. I know I can. If I just use my secret agent skills, I can remember the faces of everyone who was in here, so I can do quick sketches of them and then run those sketches into an intergalactic criminal database and- Nimini, it's okay. Sometimes things are out of our control and it's okay to just feel sad about it. Not every problem can be fixed. Okay, but I just don't understand. If nobody took my blanket, then where could it be? Oh, Nimini! What is it, Rolo? A Siegfried, baby with a mustache and I have a surprise for you. Aw, thanks, but I'm not really in the mood right now. I'm really sad because somebody took my baby blanket, the only remaining object I have from my childhood. Well, somebody did take it. It was us! Look! Oh, wow! Rolo, Siegfried, baby with the mustache. Is that my baby blanket inside of a frame? That's right. While you were all out having a garage sale, we took Nimini's baby blanket and got it framed so you could hang it up on a wall and display it proudly. Speaking as a baby, I know a good blankie when I see one. And this, this is a work of art. And it deserves to be treated as such. 
We heard how much this blanket means to you, Nimini. And if your memories are really that precious, then you should be proud of them. This blanket deserves to be on display for everyone to see, not packed away in a closet or an attic. Wow, this is the best gift ever. Thank you so much. Aw, uh, you're welcome, Nimini. Group hug! Hmm. Should we do another story? Yeah! Listeners, if you know the game of baseball, then you know that baseball has a lot of rules and it can sometimes be confusing. Well, this next story clears up one of those rules. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Paul. I'm eight years old and I live in Texas. This is my story. It's called Betsy's Grand Slam. All right, folks, it's a beautiful night for a baseball game, isn't it, Wendy? It sure is, Jonathan. A gorgeous night to be watching the last inning of a children's baseball game. And it's all coming down to this next play. Stepping up to the plate, representing the home team, it's Betsy! The crowd is going absolutely wild. As we know, Betsy is this team's star player, and she is only seven years old. That's right, Wendy. And with one kid on third, there's no doubt that Betsy could win this game right here, right now. And here we go. The pitcher throws the ball, and... It's out of here! That's the third home run Betsy has hit this very game. She is unbelievable! The Pink Frogs have won the game! Betsy! Betsy, over here! Hey, Dad. Betsy, you won the game! Your team is going to the Little League World Series! Thanks, Dad. Well, what's wrong, sweetheart? Oh, nothing. You know, playing ball is my favorite thing in the whole world. It's just, I can never ever hit a homer at the right time of a game. What do you mean? My dream is to hit a grand slam, but I don't know how. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you no matter what. And I think one day you will hit a grand slam. I feel it in my old dad bones. <laughs> I guess. Thanks, Dad. No problem, kiddo. Now let's get you home. It's past your bedtime. This was a night game after all. There, you're all tucked into bed like a little burrito. Why don't you read some of your favorite ballpark mystery books? Uh, I'm kind of tired. I'm just going to go to sleep. All right. Good night, Betsy. Night, Dad. I wish I could dream how to hit a grand slam. Oh, whoa! I'm dreaming! That's right, Betsy. Whoa, Babe Ruth? <laughs> yes, it's me, legendary baseball player, Babe Ruth! Wow! All right, how do I hit a grand slam? I'm going to tell you! <sighs> Through song. What? I'm a tenor. If you want to play baseball, America's favorite game, then you gotta know how to hit a grand slam to reach that Hall of Fame. History. All you gotta do is hit that ball and... Oh no, I'm waking up! Betsy, to hit a grand slam, you just have to remember! Oh, oh no, I woke up before Babe Ruth could tell me how to hit a grand slam! Morning, Betsy! Time for breakfast. Dad made pancakes in the shape of baseballs. You know, round. Thanks, Dad. Maybe I'll dream up how to hit a grand slam when I go to sleep tonight. Well, Betsy, it's time for bed. Let's tuck you in like a little sushi roll. <laughs> oh, sweet dreams, sweetie pie. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Betsy. Time to sleep and dream up how to hit a grand slam. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I'm in my dream again. Indeed you are, Betsy. And I'm here as well. Yogi Berra? Quite right. It's me, famous baseball player Yogi Berra. You hit a grand slam in the World Series. Guilty. And now I'm here to teach you how to hit a grand slam. Yes! With music. Again? Like I always say, baseball's 99% mental, and the other half is musical. What? Okay, if you want to play baseball, America's favorite game, then you gotta know how to hit a grand slam to reach that Hall of Fame. I'll tell you how to do it, and you'll make history. All you gotta do is hit that ball and... Oh no, I'm waking up. Betsy, remember, to hit a grand slam, you just need to... Whoa, I can't believe this happened again. Morning, Betsy, wake up. I made waffles in the shape of a baseball diamond. You know, a diamond. Thanks, Dad. The Little League World Series game is tomorrow, and I only have one more chance to dream the answer of how to hit a grand slam. I hope it happens tonight. All right, Betsy, time for bed. Let's tuck you in. Gonna roll you up like a little French crepe. <laughs> Big day tomorrow, the Little League World Series. I know, Dad. I'm nervous, but excited. Oh, I know you're going to be great. Good night. Okay, it's my last time to wish. I wish I can dream how to hit a grand slam. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, I'm back in my dreams. I wonder which legendary baseball player is going to be here. Hi, honey. Ah! Dad? Yep, it's me, Dream Dad. I'm like regular dad, but in your dreams. I thought there would be a famous baseball player here, like Mickey Mantle or Chris Sabo. Nope, just good old simple dad. What am I going to do? The World Series game is tomorrow, and if I don't hit a Grand Slam, I won't have the chance until next season starts. Well, Betsy, I can teach you how to hit a Grand Slam. You? You can? Sure. If you want to play baseball, America's favorite game, then you gotta know how to hit a grand slam to reach that Hall of Fame. I'll tell you how to do it. I'll tell you what you need. Just hit a home run when the bases are loaded. And that's how you succeed. Dad. That was beautiful. Thanks. I was in an acapella group in college. Please don't tell anyone. I won't. So, I have to hit a home run when the bases are loaded? That's all I've got to do? That's right. It takes a whole team to hit a grand slam because three people have got to be on base before you hit the home run. Wow, now I know. Thanks, Dad. Now wake up. It's game day! Dad taught me how to hit a grand slam. And now, it's time to play ball! And we're in the final inning of the Little League World Series. What a thrilling game this has been, huh, Wendy? You can say that again, Jonathan. The scores are tied, and the bases are loaded. And next up to bat is the little superstar, Betsy! Come on, Betsy. You got this. Just hit a home run when the bases are loaded. And that's how 
succeed. The pitcher throws the ball, and... It's out of here! It's a grand slam, folks! The Pink Frogs have won the Little League World Series! I did it! I finally hit a grand slam! Betsy! Betsy, over here! Hey, Dad! I did it! You really did! You won the game! Well, I couldn't have done it without my great team getting on base. I'm proud of you. We're, We're proud, proud of you, too! Thanks, Babe Ruth and Yogi Berra. Yes, thanks, Babe Ruth and Yogi Berra. What? The end! And now Lee speaks with the author. Hey, Lee! Hey, Paul. How are you? Great. I just can't run. You can't run? Yes. Why not? I have stitches in my foot. Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. I have to get them taken out. And then will you be able to run after that? Yes. I'm an athlete. You are? Yeah, a real big athlete. I do basketball, baseball, and swimming. Actually, all the sports. And do you have a favorite of those sports? Baseball, definitely. And your story's about baseball. Yeah. I know about Grand Slams home runs, and I just like writing stories. Have you ever seen someone hit a grand slam or a home run live, like at a professional game? I saw a um, home run, but not a grand slam. So when you saw that home run get hit, was it exciting? Yeah. They have everyone stand up, clap, and fireworks start going off. Home run! It's going all the way! Yeah. Tell me about the character of Betsy. How did you come up with that character? Well... I just like girls, and that's why all my stories are about girls. The main characters are girls. That's super cool. My sister helped me come up with that name. And what do you like about writing stories about girls? Because they're really kind. Uh-huh. But actually, my worst, my detective team's worst enemy is a girl. Your, your detective team? Yeah, I'm a detective. What's your detective team? It's where we meet and talk about plans to raise money and to solve mysteries. Wow, I've never heard of that. That is really cool. Yeah, we do it all at school. What's an example of a kind of mystery that your detective team would solve? Any mystery that someone would give us, we try to solve it. Do you have any mysteries? Let me think. I guess my number one mystery is, where does the time go? You know what I mean? Yeah, one of our... Main mysteries right now is the is the case of the ghost. What? There's some sort of thing that's knocking over towers, doing stuff that's like messing up the school day, and we gotta solve that mystery. We don't know where it's coming from. Any clues so far? None other than it's in the first grade classroom somewhere. How many people are on the detective team? Three. And is there a leader, or is it is everyone equal? Everyone's equal, and we can't fire each other. That's a good rule to have, I find. Yeah, because everyone's hired forever, never, never fired. That's great. I put that same rule in Story Pirates so that they couldn't fire me. Yeah. (laughs) Paul, it was so fun to talk to you today. It was fun to talk to you, too. Thank you for letting us perform your story. Thank you for performing my story. You're very welcome. Goodbye. Bye, Paul. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, and a big thanks to today's authors, Bridget and Paul. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story from your imagination about a chef who can take ordinary ingredients and create something very surprising in the kitchen. 
tell us who your chef is, what ingredients they use, and what surprising thing they're able to make with those ingredients. Who do they serve this new surprising dish to, and what is their reaction? Grown-ups, as always, you can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive producers Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Jonathan Roberts. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Our staff writer is Mike Cavallon, and contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Caroline Reedy. This episode features performances by Andrew Barbado, Greg Barnett, Elijah Crocker, Sasha Diamond, Tommy Dickey, Allison Frasca, Gabby Hornig, Quentin Johnson, Nick Canellis, Kelly Keys, April Laval, Caroline Lux, Angelo McDonough, Peter McNerney, Marty Miller, Jack Mitchell, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Louis Perlman, Alan Pierre, Caroline Reedy, Jonathan Roberts, Peter Russo, Lissa Samuel, Julia Schroeder, Haley Sherwood, Regan Sims, Jamie Watson and Nimini Ware. Jumping Bean Jack and Bouncing Bailey was written by J.J. Warshaw and produced by Brendan O'Grady with vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. Additional production on Betsy's Grand Slam by Jack Mitchell. <laughs> I did it. I managed to secretly purchase the one item at the garage sale that I really wanted without any of the story pirates realizing it. That's right. I purchased Megan's tree costume. <laughs> now I can dress up as a tree and sneak around the ship. No one will ever realize that I'm there. They'll just think I'm a tree. <laughs> Okay, better try this thing on. Okay, I'll just get my legs in here first. Pretty tight. But I've worn tight jeans before. I can do this. Okay, let me put my hands in. And my other arm. Okay, now I'll just zip it up. Oh, this is tight. Here we go. One, two, three. Okay, I'm inside the tree costume. This is perfect. No one will ever know that I'm... In this tree costume. Um, okay. Hey, what's that? What's that dog doing? Hey, get out of here, dog. Oh, it's coming over here. Hey, what are you doing? Don't do that. Don't you dare. Oh, this tree costume is too realistic. <laughs>